Handle on the News. Late edition. Handle on the News. You can use this on your broadcast. Handle, you're an idiot. Take care. KFI Handle here. It is a uh, Thursday, May the 3rd. And uh, we still have uh, plenty more to cover. Coming up at 9.30, Cool Space News with uh, Rod Pyle. And there really is some Cool Space News. And uh, if you know someone who's suffering from PTSD, serious, usually former uh, armed service people who have been in combat in this case, there may be an answer here. And I should have been part of the study. Well, based on my history. I'll explain that. I know what's weird is weird. Okay. Now, uh, let's do it. Handle on the news, late edition. We, oh, first, an announcement, please. Yes, you hear him be a jerk on the radio. Now's a chance to see him be a jerk in person. I'm talking, of course, about Bill Handel. Just one of the many KFI hosts that'll be at a special event. You donate now to help the American Red Cross Initiative to Get Prepared California, and then you and a guest can mix and mingle. Not just mix with you, Bill. Mingle with you also at an exclusive event. It's at the beautiful OUE Sky Space in Los Angeles. Cocktails, appetizers, a thousand feet above the city on top of that U.S. bank tower. You can meet the whole KFI team. There's a live Q&A session with the host's photo opportunities. You got to be 21 years or older to attend. There's limited tickets. You got to get them now. For more details, log on to KFIAM640.com and search the keyword mixer. Yep, looking forward to it. As uh, I will be asking everybody, so you think the big one is about to hit? Thousand feet in the air? Yeah. All right, guys, let's do it. Lead story. Michael would represent me. All right, uh, the Stormy Daniels uh, fiasco keeps on just getting better and better. Has some serious legs, even better legs than she has. So uh, yesterday... Uh, former Mayor Rudy Giuliani of, New, uh, Giuliani of New York went on the Hannity show and said, uh, oh, by the way, you don't know this, but the president did pay the $130,000. But but didn't he say that he didn't? That's not the issue here. The issue here is that campaign finance laws were not broken. And also the issue is Stormy Daniels broke the agreement. That's the issue, too. Yeah, nothing to do with him paying or not paying. So uh, it, there's, a, there's a lot of uh, minutia here, and that is the violation. Uh, the president, uh, through Giuliani, uh, is saying that uh, it really wasn't a $130,000 check that was written. It was a retainer that was given over a matter of several months of $35,000 a month. So maybe he didn't know and he could have not known, or maybe he knew 10 days ago. And so they're, it's going to be muddied again. But, you know, they're changing their tune, for sure. A vi- very violent domestic dispute in Connecticut has left six officers injured. Tiny explosions. Tiny explosions. Oh, yeah. yeah, very strange. There were explosions Wednesday as police responded to a report about a man holding his wife hostage. Geez, that just happened here, too. Um, and uh, apparently a back building, like a, a farmhouse kind of thing, was booby-trapped. Yeah, and they went there, and it exploded. Good news is it doesn't look like there are any fatalities. No cuts although and they abrasions. Don't know, although primarily. they don't know where the guy is. 
No, he took, yeah, he took yeah, off. He took off. Or he got blown up, one of the two. Uh, Chief Charlie Beck says maybe it's time to drop the drop. This is the uh, program, the Deferred Retirement Option Plan that police officers and firefighters can take advantage of. And the L.A. Times did a big expose that people would enter this program so they're still working and getting their pension at the same time. And some of them would almost immediately go out on extended paid sick leave. And double dip. And be double dipping and, look, double dipping and not working, which is part of what you needed to do to double dip. Now, this is all unintended consequences. The Mm -hmm. point was to keep these police officers who are about to retire from not retiring. Say, okay, you can get your pension, but we'll still pay you. But all of this, and it's ending up costing, well, uh, according to this story, the L.A. Times, uh, $1.6 billion in extra early pension checks. Now, it doesn't say over which period of time, uh, but um, right, it's still, I mean, it's crazy. And, it, and also, it doesn't say what did the city save, if anything, in recruiting costs to replace training the people, costs, training costs and all of that. But it doesn't, probably not $1.6 billion. It's and it's it's a shame. It really is. So you, everybody now in the city you do government. Because uh, you have police officers, not all of them, but taking advantage of this. Oh, just a handful, you know, a very small percentage were taking advantage, but well, you see actually, how it adds up. Uh, actually, not quite that small a percentage. Uh, here is Flat out abusing it? Uh, uh, no, it's, you're right. It's a small percentage. The only issue is uh, that those who are not in the drop program uh, missed work half the time than those people that were in the drop program. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's it. Okay. Want to make some money renting your house? Not so fast. Los Angeles, California, in the sunlight by the sea. City Council has unanimously voted for some uh, proposed rules that will limit how often you can rent out your uh, apartment or house for Airbnb. Yep, and it has to be your primary residence. So it actually has to be the house you're living in. Yeah, it can't be these uh, apartment buildings that are being bought. Homes that are being bought for the purpose of renting them out on Airbnb because you just make a lot more money. Well, neighborhoods are going crazy saying we have people walking in and out, uh, you know, in this nice, quiet neighborhood. All of a sudden we have strangers 30, 40 a week going through here. And you've got the hotel industry that's just a little bit pissed off at Airbnb. Yeah. Uh, Speaking of housing, high housing costs are driving out the, the lower income Californians. Boy, that's Is news. this a surprise? Yeah, there's They news. did a big here's the thing. They did a big study. This place called the Beacon Economics uh did a big research to determine that because housing prices are high in California, lower income people are yeah. leaving the state. Now, to be fair, uh what the study does is give us real numbers. So you know how many are moving out and where the income level is and where is at what point is critical mass where people can't afford to live here. And that gives us some information. But Big whoop. Yeah. Well, right. It's not surprising. It's ex- and, all, and also, and what can be done about it. Yeah. Well, then we go back to the story that I did before, and that is uh, the state wants to build a lot more. The cities want to build a lot more, but we're also, we, the cities, want to stop it at the same time. It's instant forever. It's black and white. It's up and down. Right? It's square and round all at the same time. We'll be back. And do more handle on the news. Late edition. This KFI.
KFI handle here on a Thursday morning as we finish handle on the news later edition with Amy King and Jennifer this week, Wayne Resnick and me. The homeless are heading to the heart of Koreatown. Yep. To a parking lot. A parking lot. Well, it's part of this. This is actually a very sensible program to find parking lots and other similar locations where the people who own them right. or run them are amenable and let homeless people uh, sleep there. It's usually people sleeping in their cars. Right. And so, but you have the neighborhood. Now, if it's a business uh, area, then they're more apt to allow that to happen. A residential area is just out of the question. But high-end apartments and new restaurants are in this area. Uh, well, if it's high-end apartments uh, and uh, restaurants that are open, right, I excluded, uh, I, I was I was thinking of nine-to-five businesses. Yeah. Uh, it's a problem. I mean, there's, uh, there's no good answer. That's the problem with this homeless issue. There is no good answer. Because it's a lot of NIMBY, not in my backyard. And in this case, it's uh, a parking lot of which uh, the, there's no parking in Koreatown to start with. Well, and, that's one of the concerns is that it's going to yeah. make it more difficult because it's, you know, it's a cool area and it's fun to yeah. go to dinner down there and the parking's already a mess. And Eric Garcetti uh, handled it beautifully. Ah, we'll take care of it. We'll find the parking. Where? Oh, we'll just find it. How about in back of your house? The Getty Mansion. Does he live at the Getty Mansion, Garcetti? You mean in the mayor's residence yeah. down there? Uh, I think so. I, I think he does. Sixth and Irving. It's a really nice house, too. Yeah. Everybody should go over there and camp on his lawn. Hey, it's Amazon <laughs> v. Seattle. In Seattle. Seattle, of course, uh, is going to vote on a new tax on employers. And it's big to employers. help big employers to help homelessness and affordable housing. And, of course, Amazon is the biggest employer. So Amazon said, oh, you know that uh, office tower project we've been working on? We're not going to do that. And they're starting to fight back and try to throw their clout around. Now, as between Amazon and the city of Seattle, I think Amazon's going to win. I think so, too, because what's the point of passing that tax and Amazon gets so upset with you they pull all their business out? Well, yeah, that's only new business. They still have 40,000 employees. They could, if they're really upset, they could, remember, they want to open a second headquarters. And they're going to. And they're expanding, they're expanding, and this is not the second headquarters. I think in Boston and up in Vancouver, Canada, they could slowly start to migrate the existing people out of there as well and leave Seattle with nothing. And this is a per per head tax. Per employee tax, yeah. And they're they're going to have 7,000 new employees at this new place if they finish it. A lot more women say this rose stinks. So in a race to the finish line, who wins? Charlie Rose or Bill Cosby? Oh. With a number of well, accusers. Cosby, Cosby is now a criminal abuser, so maybe he wins? Well, assuming uh, winning is bad, right? Yeah, this is right. like exactly. Let's like golf. Low but score wins. I, I think we're talking about the number because oh, an, oh, oh! An additional twenty-seven women have come forward and accused Charlie Rose of uh, committing all those uh, acts of misconduct, sexual harassment, etc., dating back to nineteen seventy-six. Now, what makes this story particularly interesting is uh, that. Uh, I think it was, uh, was it CBS or PBS, uh, had three accusations that they ignored over the years. Over Yeah, over a span of 30 years, the managers have been told like three times something's really wrong. 
and they didn't do anything about it. But then again, that's it was Charlie Rose, and he was the star of PBS. Right. And again, it's a question of Harvey Weinstein, who is more powerful than any of these other figures. Of course, he had people's careers in his hands. Uh, but uh, Well, and some of the women who say they, they were harassed um, say that they were afraid to report the yeah, violations and, and again, that, because it that, was Because Charlie of Rose. the power. That's true. I mean, that is the issue. I think it has to do with the number of people now. I think if it's only one or two, uh, that's obviously far, far less serious. And when does it really become overwhelming? At 12? At 20? All right, one last story. Uh, Camille Cosby is mad at everybody except the guy she should be. Well, here comes my She's wife. lashing out at the women who accused her husband, the prosecutors who prosecuted him, the media that reported on it. She called the verdict mob justice. And said uh, an innocent person has been found guilty by right. an unthinking, unquestioning, unconstitutional frenzy. And you know what else she did? She tried to compare Bill Cosby to Emmett Till. Yeah, good God. That is when you have really uh, gone off yeah. the rails. Emmett Till, a 14-year-old boy who was lynched yeah. for allegedly either flirting or whistling at the uh, female owner yeah. of a store who later admitted she made it up, by the way. Yeah, he was actually, I think, beaten to death, but uh, it, it really didn't matter. In any case, uh, Camille Cosby is, I just don't get her. Oh, incidentally, the Lynch mob, mob justice, all 12 of them who sat in a jury, right, in that jury box. There's your mob justice. Oh, Camille Cosby is a very interesting woman. Uh, because obviously it doesn't matter uh, if Bill Cosby were to admit it to her, she would deny it. But also, do you remember when their son was killed yes. over here on the 405? Uh, the young man uh, who was uh, just, yes. yeah, who just it, and it made no sense. It was one of those wrong place, wrong time. She wrote an op-ed piece in the L.A. Times. And what she argued, it wasn't the guy who actually killed him. He wasn't at fault. It's you white society that killed my son. Uh, and that was hugely controversial. When that came out. Now, the reality is it's a mother who just lost her son. So you, you, you give her a pass. But I remember it had exploded with her blaming us if yeah. you're white. And, and why did she blame white people? Do you remember? Oh, uh, yeah. It was just a, basically a... Just because? A, be, well, a form of racism. Which because is interesting. Because we the, were all driving on the uh, same again, And the guy who killed uh, Ennis was a Ukrainian immigrant. Was he? I don't even know if he was here legally. I don't remember that part. All right. Yeah. All right. Anyway.